Welcome to From Realms of Glory, a Christmas audio series tracing promises about the coming of the Messiah until his arrival in Bethlehem of Judea. I'm Dr. J.J. Routley, Professor of Bible and Theology at Emmaus Bible College in Dubuque, Iowa. It's December 9th, and today we jump ahead in time from the exodus and conquest of Canaan to the beginning of Israel's monarchy during the time of David. Time simply will not permit us even to summarize the events of the books of Joshua, Judges, Ruth, and early on in 1 Samuel. Suffice it to say that God kept his promises to Abraham that he would give him the land of Canaan as his possession and uh, delivered on that promise by bringing the nation into Canaan and driving out the Canaanite peoples before them. Remember, the land of Canaan was covenanted to Abraham by God, who created all the earth and so can rightly give possession of any territory he wants to any people group he wants. The story of these former prophets of Israel, as the Hebrew Bible calls them, is a story of Israel's occupation and settling of the land and of their struggle to obey the law that the Lord had given them by faith. By the beginning of 1 Samuel, the people are hard-pressed by their enemies, the nations around them, and they desire a king to reign over them, mainly to lead them in combat with their enemies. Saul is chosen first by the Lord to be the one to fight for Israel and to represent God to the people and the people to God. While Saul begins well, his dependence proves to be in his own ability and power rather than in the strength of the Lord. He demonstrates his unbelief through lack of care to obey the Lord's commands, and so the Lord ultimately rejects him from his promises. Saul will not be the chosen seed of Abraham through which the Messiah would come. Instead, God's attention turns to a most unlikely place, the rolling hills around the Judean site of Bethlehem, a humble village several miles south of Jerusalem. There, among the sheep and goats, dwelt a young man named David, youngest of his father's sons, and least likely by the world's standards to ever amount to anything great. But out of his sovereign will, God delighted to choose this boy and set his love upon him. Although he was anointed as king by Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 16, David would not begin functioning as king until 2 Samuel chapter 2. And at that point, it would only be over the southern tribe of Judah. He would not actually begin reigning over all Israel until 2 Samuel chapter 5. There is an interesting parallel here between David and Jesus in that David could be the true king of Israel and anointed as true king of Israel, yet rejected by Israel largely for a time and even exiled from the land of his kingdom before eventually being welcomed and coronated as king over the entire nation. But we'll see more on that in future podcasts. For today, our focus centers on the promises of God made to David in 2 Samuel chapter 7. It is in this chapter that David shows his love for the Lord through a desire to build a house for Yahweh. God speaks to David through the prophet Nathan, starting in verse 5 and continuing through verse 16. The Lord tells David that he is not the one to build him a house, but it would be his son Solomon after him. 2 Samuel chapter 7, reading verses 8 through 11 here. Now therefore, thus you shall say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the pasture, from following the sheep, 
that you should be prince over my people Israel, and I have been with you wherever you went, and have cut off all your enemies from before you. And I will make for you a great name, like the name of the great ones of the earth, and I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, so that they may dwell in their own place and be disturbed no more. And violent men shall afflict them no more, as formerly from the time that I appointed judges over my people Israel, and I will give you rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. The Lord made clear to David here that he would be the one to bless David and build a house for David, meaning a dynasty for him. Notice how God tells David that he took him from shepherding sheep and made him a shepherd of people. He was the one who went before David and struck down his enemies. Then he promises to make David's name great. This sounds very similar to God's promise to Abraham, if you remember from early last week, and gave him protection from his enemies and rest in the land. Then God gave this incredible promise to David, when your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. 2 Samuel chapter 7, verses 12-13 through 13. Remember the seed promise that God made to Eve and to Abraham? Now that promise is reaffirmed and amplified in this promise to David. It is an unconditional promise, not based on David's ability to keep the law of the Lord, but based only on God's gracious and kind promise to him. The kingdom of David's seed would be established forever. A number of years ago, I heard D.A. Carson comment that there are really two ways that this could have been accomplished. One would have been an unending line of succession of kings from father to son to grandson and so on, in the family of David, continuing for all time. However, we know this was not the way that God was to bring this about because of the Babylonian captivity and the cutting off, at some point, of kingship from the nation of Israel. The other way this promise could have been accomplished, then, would be in one of David's descendants if they were to live forever. Through Jesus, the descendant of David of the tribe of Judah, the seed of Abraham, the child of Eve, the kingship that's promised to David of an eternal throne to his offspring is fulfilled. Jesus is the true king of Israel, who has the right to rule and reign over the nation of Israel forever, and not only over Israel, but indeed over the entire earth. The story of Christmas is the story of the seed of David, the one true king, and his humble entrance into this world as he's born in Bethlehem. Thank you for joining us for this episode of From Realms of Glory, a Christmas podcast. For more information about Emmaus Bible College, please visit Emmaus.edu. If you've been enjoying this audio series, please take a few moments to give us a strong rating wherever you listen to podcasts, and please share us with your family and friends on social media. Tomorrow, we'll begin looking at several passages from the prophet Isaiah that directly address the coming of the Davidic Messiah.